things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And we are back for another, yet another, A Dose of Everything style episode. Again, it's one of our favorites to do, and we are looking forward to coming up with a few topics now after snowballing from the first one. Yeah, we are really enjoying these topics. We just feel like it lets us kind of be ourselves and talk about Disney. These are the kind of conversations we have often. Mm-hmm. So we feel like these are the best ones to represent Ryan and I as creators. Yeah, and give the show that we want to give. Cool. So to start it off, as usual, we start with one topic. This topic is the question, is, isn't Disney just for kids? We get that all the time. All the time. From all of our friends. What do you think, Brett? Well, being that we go two or three times a year, once or twice usually, um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I think that there is a lot more to Disney than just the parades that people think or the princesses that people think, um, the kitty rides. Uh, we talk a lot about how we go there for strictly the thrill rides. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just think that in general, it's there's a lot more to do for adults. There's bars, there's... Um, I don't know. I just feel like golf courses, golf courses, there's movie theaters, the restaurants are very, very, yeah. can be very high end. The live entertainment is there. Yeah. And just like being able to walk around like by yourself and just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like they have enough for everybody there that if you want it to be kitty, you can let it be kitty. But if you want to go there for a getaway or a bachelor party or whatever, like it's totally doable. Totally. I mean, you're never too old to enjoy a good thrill ride. Yes. So at, at its essence, Disney is for everyone because of the rides. They're enjoyable. Correct. But it does start to get childish in the marketing that Disney provides to come to the parks. Um, for me personally, I have, I have outgrown the whole character meet and greets. Yes. And like the character meals. It, I just don't get excited necessarily about that anymore. I like and, seeing them from afar, but I don't necessarily want to go up and take a picture. Or right, talk. right. If we see them, like, oh, look, they're so-and-so, but yeah. that's it. Uh, we no longer play our days around where the next parade's at, where the next character meet-and-greet is, like where we need to be in time for a show. Yep. Um, so we do, that's kind of like out of our mind because that's not what – the experience we, that we want to get out of Disney. Right, that's not why we go. We don't go for the autograph book. We don't go for the yes. photo album pictures. And when we were young, we would fill up those autograph yes. books. And we would do the pin trading. And we would get all the character photos. And they're awesome memories to look back on yeah. now. And I'm so glad that we did. And we, we had that experience of, yes, Disney was a childish place. But that was when we were at that age and right. it fit. And that's what we went for. Exactly. And Disney does such a good job of as you grow, it grows with you. And, and the options that you have while you're there right. to do things expand as well. Right. Like and, before, sorry, but before like Space Mountain was never a ride I wanted to go on. Yeah. Like that was a scary ride. That was a too much, too fast. Like I would rather go to the teacups. Now I'm the complete opposite. Like I'm going beeline for Space Mountain. <laughs> the teacups, I wouldn't be upset if they were down all day. Like, yeah. I'm not going on them. So I just think, like you said, like as you grow, the, your opportunities grow. The things that they offer have always been there. They were just never for us in that time. Exactly. And now there's a ton of shots. So let's talk about a few things that, as adults, you may like sure. at Disney. So you mentioned the first one, the bars. There are a ton more 
now more than they have been over the last few years, but alcoholic spots yes. throughout the parks and, of course, at Disney Springs and, of course, at Epcot. This has been something for me since turning 21 a couple years ago that has made Disney even better. And I don't go there and I'm not blackout drunk the whole time. Right. But it's just very cool to get to experience a few different you know, drinks from other countries or go to Disney Springs and have a drink with your meal go to Pandora and get a margarita there. Yeah. There's some very cool you and know, drinks there. For a while, Disney didn't sell alcohol other than in restaurants. Mm-hmm. So you, there was nothing like you could walk around the park and go get something. Yep. That wasn't until recent years that they introduced to start having drinks like available, which I think has also allowed them for a whole new profit scheme for parents who can walk around with a drink while their kid goes on Dumbo. Yeah, and they exactly. wait. Like it's totally, totally more likable now. To, yes. to do that, have, at least have the option yeah. to do that. And I don't think it's a problem. I think everybody there is there for the family experience, the good time. Like I've never seen anybody belligerent, no, like never. walking through the parks. Like although it's available, it's not like anyone takes advantage of it. Uh, yeah, at least to that, and maybe some do. Maybe, maybe some do, but at least I've not seen it. Yeah, yeah it's not an everyday thing, um, or at least a problem, as you said. It's good yeah. wording. Other things that, you know, as an adult and as a kid, but mainly as an adult, you can enjoy are, of course, the insane restaurants. Mm-hmm. So tasty. Because now as an adult, right, you care a little bit more about what you're eating and what you're ordering, what the theming is. Yeah. There's also golf courses. So you can go out and play some golf. There's water sports on the lake. Mm-hmm. That's very cool, very unique. Not You don't need to pay a ticket into a park to go do that. Yeah. There are what else I'm trying to On Disney Springs you have like Splitsville, which is like the bowling, which can definitely be for, for sure children, but that's also like just shopping in general. Shop, Disney yeah, Springs. That's where we go all the time. Before yeah. we we're like, all right, we're going to downtown Disney when it was downtown Disney. Yeah. We we're like, all right, I'll be in Lego and that's it. Exactly. Now I'm like, I'll still be at Lego. So <laughs> no <laughs> but um yeah, so the yeah, shopping has one. increased for sure. So what could they add, Brett? To make it even more enticing for adults, what would be a good addition? I think, so they kind of have it already, but I'd like to see a good spin on it. Mm-hmm. So they have Club 33, which is like an exclusive club. Yeah. And like a place where you can like go and like get away from like the park. It's like but a it's, VIP lounge. It's like a VIP lounge. And I think it'd be really cool if they had like a 21 and over location in every park. Only. Only. And in there was like just like different amenities and different restaurants and different bars and like almost like beer gardens like that would be super cool like Dude, that would be because awesome. like if you think about like cruise ships have that yeah they often have it on the front of the deck it's usually like serenity or something like that like it allows you to kind of just decompress from like the wildness of like the vacation that you're on and i think if every park had a 21 and over lounge where you could go and like find a tv that has like the baseball games on or something like that where like you're there, like, yes, you're there to enjoy Disney, and you can absolutely do that. But at any time and point in the day, if you're 21 and over with your pink wristband or whatever they give, yeah. or your magic band that you scan, they let you in, and, like, you can just have, like, the freedom to kind of enjoy yourself. I think that would be really awesome. And especially if they're in, like, cool locations. Like, if the 21 and over lounge in Animal Kingdom was, like, overlooking the safari, or, like, the one, like, in Epcot was, like, on the water, or, like... I think that would be super cool. <laughs> I think the listeners can't see me, but my grin <laughs> is so big. I I just think that that would be so enticing and such a reason to 
go for a bachelor party or go for a bunch of friends into the park for the day. Like, Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to think where else now you could put, because the first two that you listed there sounded amazing. Yeah. Magic Kingdom. So one Kingdom. over the, the safari, safari in Animal Kingdom. And then the Epcot one on the water, which you mentioned, that would be so cool as well. Uh, where would you put it in Magic Kingdom, if you could? In Magic Kingdom? I think somewhere, obviously, like, near the castle would be cool. Um, it would be cool if the upper part of, like, the train station was, like... No, but you can't really, because mm. they take away from the train station. I'm not informed enough to know, like, what's above some of the shops on Main Street. But yeah. if you could somehow put it on Main Street, but at, at the top, or, like, above... Yeah. Main Street, so you can look down at the Main Street bird's eye view. Yeah, that, that would be, be cool. Really or if they neat. do like in a Tomorrowland Terrace area. Oh yeah, like, yeah, something like that. That would be cool. And um, then we're at Hollywood. Hollywood. Hmm. That's a tough one. Maybe oh, no, you there's could no really, put it. There's no true like. Vantage point. Vantage point. Yeah. Mm. Maybe somewhere on Sunset Boulevard, would be my best suggestion. Going towards Rockin' and Tower of Terror. Yeah. I don't know where, like, Look though. down and see the Tower of Terror in the distance. Yeah. That could be kind of cool. But overall, I love that idea. I yeah. Mean, that is such a cool idea. A total, like you said, not somewhere you're going to spend all day, but it's a great break from being surrounded by children all the time. Yeah. And maybe just seeing other people your age, and you just kind of want to meet up with them. Yeah, exactly. It'd be cool if they, if they had like exclusive drinks in there, like you can only get like in the twenty one and over clubs or yeah. locations. So I think that would be awesome if they marketed that out. I think that would definitely be a huge draw to a higher and an, an older crowd. Yeah. For bachelor parties and things like that, like you mentioned, that that was cool. Good Thank idea. You. I think kind of going along that, if they were to add into Disney Springs, how do I describe this? It's like it is. There are tons of bars and restaurants there now. But if they added a specific area, that kind of like college campuses have like that Main Street Strip or um, down in New Orleans, it's like that Bourbon Street. You know, uh -huh. Everybody knows that, that street and that group of bars is for coming together, drinking, and having a good time. Yeah. So if there was a small section in Disney Springs, like LeFou's Lane or something, that everybody knew, like, oh, that's the good, that's where you want to be past 10 p.m., you know, yeah. every night. Kind of give that, like, vibe of, like, correct. That would be you're cool. over 21. Or I wish that, like, even. And there's if... exclusive shows or, like, yeah. really cool interactive things there as well. It's not just sit there and be... it doesn't become a college campus. That's not what I'm trying to yeah. become. I'm, I'm just trying to come up with a cool way to entice other young adults and even older to come together and enjoy their time at Disney without feeling like, oh, I'm not going to Disney. That 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 place has teacups. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or I wish that there was like a set bar crawl like list that you could do at Disney Springs. Like I wish that like each bar had like a signature drink that you got. Like. Yeah. And like you had like I don't know like a sheet of paper or like a app that like as you drank them like you marked them off and like mm -hmm. there's kind of a reason to go to Disney Springs. So. Yeah, and make it like an experience. Make yeah. it a game or a challenge. Yeah, make it like a like riddle. That. So like you don't know really which restaurant you're supposed to go to until you figure it out. And then you have to go up to like the bartenders and be like, "Is this the right one?" And yeah. Like, so that'd be cool. That would be cool. You know what would actually be really really cool? Maybe out in the Disney Springs like marketplace stage. 
What if they had a Be Our Guest cooking competition like they do on the Disney Plus yeah. show? But they had it live where you could come watch and like wow. just watch like an audience member go up against either another audience member or, or like a, a Disney chef. Or di- yeah, and like that would be see cool. who who's better and just watch them kind of flounder up there. It would just be silly and funny and yeah. have like a good funny host. Oh, that would be cool. That could be enjoyable. I would burn the kitchen down. <laughs> I would not be allowed on there. They'd say, cut it, cut it, cut, cut it, it, cut it. Yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, I think like that'd little cool. adult shows like that would definitely be like right. intriguing. Exactly. So they could do it, and I'm sure, I mean, they're successful as is, so they don't yeah. need to do it. But for people like us, you know, it does get kind of annoying when people say, oh, isn't it for kids? Or, well, no, I'm just going to go over to Universal, right? They they have the Hulk and Harry Potter, and it, it just feels more adult there yeah. than Disney, and, and I understand but, it. And I feel like that comes from a lot of their outside the park things. Like, Disney is known for princess animated movies. Yeah. Like, when you think Disney, you think of the movies or you think of the parks first. Like, that's what yeah. it comes down to. And I think a lot of people tend to default to Cinderella, Snow White as your first thought. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, that's kind of childish. But, like, it's once you get there, once you experience the little nuances, the little corners that they have, yep. um, that you really do find out that there's a lot more to do than just ride It's a Small World. Totally. There's so many people that we interact with interact with that haven't been in years. And yes. their thought is, well, when I, was, when I was there as a kid, you know, I enjoyed it, but it was childish, so yeah. why would I go back now? And it's really those who haven't gone recently have gotten to experience it as an adult and have, has really enjoyed yeah. it so that is a we always say just go just try yeah. it and, just and like go. they're always You'll like see. and will. friends are like oh like we went we went to just magic kingdom and then we didn't have a good time so like we haven't gone back yeah i'm like you missed you didn't do the three experience. parks you missed downtown you missed disney springs like mm-hmm. you missed a lot and like you oh went. did you do your fast passes no. no, you know, we just went on a whim. We were in Orlando for a day, which is great. I mean, I'm glad that you're there. Yes. And, and, of course, I want everybody to go as much as they can, whenever they can. But you're not giving it a fair chance. Exactly. You're not yeah. doing it necessarily in the proper way. Yeah. Not that there is a proper way, air quotes, but you're not get, doing yourself a favor by taking advantage of all of the Disney planning that needs to go into making a trip as great as possible yes and, and like, then you will see it's really funny when you say disney planning that sparks an idea for me mm-hmm. how on a percent scale how much of your trip is planned when you arrive Ooh, that's a good question. at disney a lot of it very honestly a lot of it because i want to maximize my time in the park mm-hmm. and Definitely fast passes are planned Mm -hmm. because I want to try to get on the best rides if I can. Yeah. And if I can, let's say a fast pass is already taken for my favorite ride, I want to plan when throughout the day I can factor in a two-hour wait to get on that ride. Yes. I'm not, you know, die hard for a sit-down restaurant. We'll go to a few. And if we can get them in, great. But my priority is always the rides. The rides, yeah. So So, would you say like, 50, 40, 60? Uh, I want to say 60 because I'm totally also for just walking around and exploring and yeah. seeing what you see, yeah. right? Looking for, for something sure. new maybe. But I think it's essential that you plan ahead. And not even the night before, like game planning. 
like weeks before, <laughs> yes. months before. So anytime plan your trip. Yeah, anytime that you and I have a trip, mm-hmm. we literally sit down with pieces of paper and, and write. we write down the day, the parks we're gonna go to in those days. Yep. What time the flight lands? Okay. Yeah. Is is it possible to get over to the to to the parks before ten p.m. or yeah. ten a.m. Yeah, and then we're like, okay, we have 10 a.m. Do we spend all day at Magic Kingdom, or are we going to split that day? So is that a park hopper, or is that a base ticket? Yeah. So it literally is a lot of planning. I know Ryan and I always say, like, just also go and enjoy yourself. Like, find the time for your naps. Like, it's things that we've talked about in the past. Yeah, we plan that in there. Yeah, we, we write literally, it down. We we say it, but it's planned for. It. Yeah. And but he's also right though. There's also a lot of our trips that are not planned. Mm-hmm. There's a lot where we go back for the night, and we get back to the hotel, we eat a cookie, and we're like. Whoa, second wind of energy, Magic Kingdom's open till 2 a.m. Space Mountain right now is a 20-minute wait. Yep. Let's get on that boat, and, like, we'll go right back. Um, there's times where, he's right, you would get off a attraction a little early. We look at the app, and, oh, Smuggler's Run's only 30 minutes, but we have a fast pass in an hour for Tower of Terror. Yeah. We're, we're going. Like, so a lot of it's unplanned, but a lot of it is planned, and we know where we want to go, and we know the ideas that we have. Um, and it's even harder when we're there with a family and we know we have sit down dinners. Yep. I know we like to skip those sometimes, but we have dinner, so we have to go back and we have to shower. So Exactly. A lot is planned, but a lot is also very unplanned. The bare bones of the trip, the key things that we want to get done, we make sure that we get done. And then, like you said, we kind of fill in the rest with a little impromptu decision making with whatever time allows. Yeah. And that's pretty much how we do it. So that's a, that was a good one. Yeah. That's a good question. I like that question. And I, again, I just want to reiterate, please plan ahead. <laughs> please do not try to wing it. This is not Six Flags. You will get swallowed up by, as we said before, the concept of death by choice, right? You, you're going to have so many options and so many things that you want to get done and don't have enough time to do it. So please plan. Make sure that you do get it all done. That's Okay, I'm done ranting now. Yeah, but okay. also know that you can plan every t- every hour of your trip. And something's going to change. Correct. The trip you come good, good in point. thinking you're going to have is not the trip you're going to have. And I think that's also why a lot of people think that it was a bad trip. Mm-hmm. You go there. We expect to have that flight to passage fast pass. It's down for the day. We're pivoting. We're thinking oh, about something on gosh. our feet. But then we also then tweak the following days if we have them to get back to Animal Kingdom to get on flights. Right. We try to look at, okay, how much time do we have? Oh, well. Realistically, we could probably get on all of all of our favorite rides at Magic Kingdom by six, seven o'clock. Maybe do we spend the rest of the night then just in standby line for Animal Kingdom while right before it closes? Yeah, and we've done that. Yeah, we've literally have booked to. out you three have to hours. Be yeah, if you want to get on what you want to get on, you have to be flexible. Yeah, so really good topics there. Yeah, that was a good one. What, Brett? What do you think are Another like thing that they can add to help on the travel days. So the days that you are coming in and days that you are leaving mm-hmm. from the Orlando area. Um, and if you are local and you drive there, you're very lucky because <laughs> you get quick access. Yes. But if you're flying, like probably many others are, you know, those days are sometimes not possible to really get into a park or at least yeah. it'd be worth the money. So, Brett, do you have any ideas of something that they could add or places you could go while you either arrive or right before you leave? I almost wish that they – well, 
I didn't literally hear your full question before I started thinking about my response. Okay. So I'll think about what they could add. Sure. But I think, or like a place they could add. But I think it'd be cool if they upped their price 10 maybe $100, right? And with what? that... <laughs> I what wanted to saying? say I want to say ten dollars, but then I realized it was unreasonable, so I went to a hundred. You want them to up their price to a hundred dollars? Stop. Hear me out. Uh, okay. <laughs> so it you can this is an opt in option. Okay. Okay. For a hundred dollars at the end of your checkout total, they will include for you a base ticket. So you don't have to pay for that within your tickets that you're purchasing. It's included within your total cost. That'll give you technically a free like pass into a park on the day you come in and the day you leave. So you're not accounting for those tickets when you're buying tickets. You would buy them. <laughs> the blank stare that Ryan's giving me right now <laughs> is hard. I'm trying to follow. So you want to add a $100 additional upcharge if you want. Yes. When you purchase your tickets and plan, and that will grant you access to essentially two more base tickets. Yes. And because those I, are for the days that you arrive and when you leave. Yes, because only. it's hard to justify buying a full ticket on days you arrive and you leave because you don't have all day. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's why we don't do it. Yeah, so I'm thinking if they include it, then we can do it. Should they just offer half price or half-price tickets. Yeah, that'd be great. Half-day? Uh, half-day tickets. I would say yes. Like, should How do you track them? it? Magic band access? Like How? After... I don't have to swipe my magic band for mm. anything if I don't go on a fast pass. Maybe... I mean, yeah, go ahead. Do the half-day. I'm buying 12 half-days when I'm there for 12 <laughs> days. No. They have no idea how long I'm staying in the park. They've kind of implemented it before and... With like a twilight rate, where yeah. it's like you get in after two or three or whatever it it's is. It's like a wristband. Yeah. And then your magic band will not let you through the gates until after three. And then from three on, you're good. But So I, I guess, can choose an AM half day or a PM half day? Well, I guess it would be tough to implement, like you were saying, how do you police people who come in in the morning for the first half of the half day and get yeah. them out? And sometimes flights get canceled. So people may want to stay the full day in the park if your flight gets canceled. It's happened to mom a few times where yeah. you plan to leave and things go not planned. That's a good point. There are you know so many out-of-your-control variables. Um, for me, you know, I thought that maybe a new little destination or mini location within the Walt Disney World would be kind of cool. Not a whole new park right now. Uh, well, of course, yes, but for this answer, just something smaller. Maybe like a museum or something where you could go and like see some historical stuff, you know, some of the things that Walt himself has used and held and some things from his office or some old reels of animation that he created. You know, just something where you could spend this three hours maybe just walking around and learning a little bit about Walt. And before Disney you leave? Dinner, before you leave. Right? That'd be cool, Just yeah. something minor. It's not like a huge commitment. It's not a big deal if you do miss it. Do you have it. to do it? No, of course not. It's just going to be like a small, even maybe a small admission fee or even free. Just something for people to do and to learn and just to get that nostalgia and just connect themselves with Walt more. Yeah. I thought that would be kind of cool. Also, I thought it would be cool to add to ESPN 
the wild world of sports a little bit and make that even more interactive and make that like build like a ninja warrior park there where yeah. people can come and just pay for a wristband and get cool. access to all these different sporting things similar to like the nba experience yeah and then you have a basketball one maybe there's like a football combine maybe there's a soccer shooting thing yeah and then maybe there's like a ninja warrior course i guess an obstacle course where you could let the kids run or, or you as an adult could try like a challenging one that could be two yeah an easy one and a challenging one i really like that idea that could be fun follow-up question to that okay is the espn wild world of sports random i don't want to say it's random because i think you know it makes sense with their ownership of espn many many years ago so i think it's cool and it's obviously proven to be pretty successful for all these tournaments and the cheerleading competition always goes down there there's a ton of baseball and basketball tournaments down there all the sports really and then now they they of course have the nba bubble down there so it's, it's really worked out for them is it random to disney a little bit just because disney my first thing is thought is never sports yeah but i think they've made it work in that area mm-hmm. again kind of going back to our other episode i don't think the mb i think the nba experience is random in disney springs because it just doesn't fit the theming of that area mm-hmm. but i think if that were to be put in espn then it fits because espn has its own little isolated area of sports yes. if they put the you nba know? experience the ninja warrior course um the combine of like other things yeah. like, then that place is now I don't want to say a fifth part, but yeah, well, it's yeah. pretty close. If they were to expand onto that, and I, to be very honest with you and our listeners, have not been over to the ESPN Wild nope. World of Sports in years. Ever. Ever I for might you, not have been ever. Years for me, and I would definitely need to go back again. But, so if they do have some of these stuff there, I apologize, but it's not well known. Yeah. They're not taken advantage of as not as much so they should definitely grow upon that and expand upon that area because yeah. there are a ton of sports fanatics who would definitely visit the parks and would love to spend a day yes. doing all of these different trials and things like that uh-huh. and what they did in nba experience with the cameras and the dunking can and be like, replicated for every sport for every sport and it's so cool and it makes you really yes. feel like you're in that moment in the three-point contest with the crowd yelling the clock counting down you know that's such a cool environment if they could do that for every sport Plus the obstacle courses, I think that would be a huge draw to some people to spend a day there, maybe before their their, uh, flight. flight. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea, and I really think that they could definitely do that. Um, They kind of fit themselves, I guess, if you say, putting the NBA experience in Disney Springs. But it's never too late to put the other sports over there. Yeah, for sure. Maybe you put the other ones over there, and then you start advertising those in the NBA experience in Disney Springs, and you try and bridge that gap between those two. I love it. So... Basically, I'm an Imagineer. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so basically, after this, we are Imagineers. Yes. All right. I think that'll wrap it up for us this week. Yeah. This has been another great one, another good discussion of topics, just very good, very free-flowing. Please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review, let us know what you think. Also, jump on to our social medias. A Dose of Magic Podcast is our Instagram and Facebook, and we absolutely love interacting with all of you guys there. Yes, and we always love hearing your feedback, um, so please let us know if you still continue to like these free-flowing episodes. Um, we've kind of defaulted to them, but it kind of allows us to be ourselves, and we really like that aspect of it. Yeah, so thank you guys so much. We'll thank see you. you next week. See ya.